Welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Sporty, we were just counting up the games across college football. We got 15 games that are either postponed or canceled due to COVID. You know, this week, obviously, it's making a huge impact, and we can see it in across all sports. But how, how much of an impact do you think COVID could potentially have on the college football playoff this year? Uh, I think it's going to have a major impact on the college football playoff because you don't know if you're playing uh, – week by week, if you're going to play maybe a week, then have off a week, or maybe like in Wisconsin's circumstance, you play a week and then have two weeks off and then, they, and then play another week. And basically, they basically have three weeks off. Granted, they're playing today, but uh, yeah, you just, you got to be on your toes. You know, as people say, it's, it's, a, it's a poison. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, looking at um, the college football playoff, you know, do you think they should expand the playoff this year or what do you think they should do from a, you know, playoff system format? Uh, since with the uh, virus going around, I think they should, uh, in my opinion, I think they should take the top eight, top eight teams and then play one, one first eight, two first seven, three first six, four first five in playoffs and, and go from there and, in determining the uh, the national champion for the 2020-2021 season. All right, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm right with you there with the expanding to eight. I mean, you, they could definitely expand to six, but I, I think eight's the perfect number this year. You know, right now, looking at, you know, who's who's top dog right now, it's it's Ohio State. I think they're going to run the table. So they're a lock at one. you got Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, A&M, Florida, you know, and then and then you could even have who knows with the Pac-12 if Oregon or USC would run the table, they would have you know an argument. And then Cincinnati, BYU, they I mean obviously BYU and Cincinnati their schedule isn't as tough, but you know BYU they or BYU's blown out basically everybody. And Cincinnati they they've played. I think the the back end of their schedule is really going to show how how good they are. They, I think they got U, UCF um, and some other teams to to match up with. So we'll see if Cincinnati's the real deal or not. So I'm gonna give you a scenario. Let's say Ohio State runs a table; they're they're the one seed. Uh, let's say Florida beats Alabama in the national championship. So Florida is a one-loss SEC champ, and let's say Clemson beats Notre Dame. So Clemson's the one-loss ACC champ. So we have Ohio State, and then you know, granted Florida, Clemson. So those are the top three teams. Who, in your opinion, deserves that last spot? Is it a one-loss Alabama, one-loss Notre Dame, one-loss A&M, or is it somebody outside? I think it's somebody outside. I think uh, I want to see the uh, Bearcats play and see if they're amongst the big boys. I think they're going to run the table the rest rest of their games. So I say Luke Fickle, before he might depart to Michigan, give him one last shot at Cincinnati. Right, yeah. I mean – Looking at, I mean, based on that scenario, I mean, I think it's going to come down down to how close that Florida-Alabama game is and how close the Clemson-Notre Dame game is. I mean, based on that Notre Dame game last week, you know, both defenses didn't play all that great, but offensively, both teams were lights out. Um, Clemson, they were missing a few defensive players, and obviously without Lawrence. But I think from a quarterback perspective, I think DJ, I think he played – you know, pretty well. He didn't really miss a beat. It was really those two fumbles that they had 
from ETN, and I think the other one was was it Ross? Uh, I forget who fumbled, um, but that that fumble did kill them, and you know, and that and that ETN's fumble ended up killing them because it basically set up another name touchdown. But I think with a full squad, Clemson does beat Notre Dame, and based on that scenario, I'll give the edge to. I mean, I think that you know the the voters would probably pick Alabama just because of you know past history. But if Florida would beat Alabama by double digits and Notre Dame would hang with Clemson, I think Notre Dame could you know as well make an argument to take that that fourth spot. So, um, do do you think Cincinnati and and BYU could give you know an Ohio State team a a game? Uh, I think. I'm not sold on um, Ohio State's defense, but I am sold on Ohio State's offense. Just not sold on the Ohio State defense. I think they're still a top four team, but I I think that they they could and will get beat in the uh, playoffs this year. Um, Ohio State. I don't know by who, but I don't think they'll do well in the playoffs this year. All right. Or the the fumble. I was trying to think who it was. But Ross isn't. No, it wasn't him. It was um it was Rogers. That that fumble across the middle there. That really killed killed Clemson, but uh, I mean, it, it's tough because you know Cincinnati they got thumped by Ohio State last year. I know it's you know a new year, different teams, different players, but it, it's going to be tough for Cincinnati to, to sneak into the four spot. I think I think they're going to need a lot of help, not just you know in a championship weekend, but I think they're going to need you know Bama to lose again. Or not again, but they they're gonna need them to lose probably to to Auburn, and then to Florida, and they need Florida to lose a regular season game, and even then, you know, A and M sitting there with one loss, and I don't know if they put Cincinnati over A and M or not. So we shall see. So our fantasy football score from last week, based on our college picks, uh, one fifteen to ninety. Uh, big performer of the week was Jahad Dotson, going for. I believe he had 120 receiving yards, something like nine receptions and, and a touchdown. So he was he was big. And then both our kickers, you know, Potter and uh, Door, yeah, they, yeah, the guy from Notre Dame, they both went off last week. Um, but uh, this week, Sporty, who, who do you have as your as your quarterback? I got the I got the uh, Miami quarterback. I got King. I think. He's having a big. I think he's having a big game, but I think they're still going to lose. I think BT is going to pull the upset at home. Ooh, all right, I'm going to take Kyle Trask today against Arkansas. I think they're going to have a big day, even though you know Arkansas is you know playing pretty well this season. I mean, for them, 500 balls better than years past. It, but I think Trask Trask to Pitts today is going to be a big big connection. Who do you have as your running back? I got the uh, reliable running back from Rutgers. Isaiah Pachacho. Uh, Pachacho. Pacheco. Yeah, I don't even pay the potato. <laughs> not, sure, not, not sure you pronounce the last name, but yeah. if you want to ask uh, John Kutz for the, for the uh, correct pronunciation, please do. Yep. But uh, I think he's going to have a big uh, big game on the ground against the uh, fighting Illinois, uh, the Illinois. Yep. Uh, they I think they're they are playing in New Jersey. I think I think it's a home game for them. So I think he's going to have a big game on the ground. I think they're going to win big, and then 
Blue is a close win next week against Big Blue. I got uh, Javante Williams running back from from UNC. You know, they're on their their ground game. They're averaging, I think, like almost two forty on the ground, and he's been putting up some big numbers. So I think they're, he's gonna have a big day. He's gonna continue it against Wake Forest. Wide receiver, who you got? I got the the reliable. I've been looking at his stats. Uh, Shy Smith from uh, South Carolina. He averages six or seven catches a game. Uh, I think. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have a big game at Old Miss uh, this evening. All right. I'm gonna go with uh, your your previous pick from last week. I'm gonna go with Wap Filler, or Filler. Uh, he had a big game against Michigan, so I think he's gonna continue that today against Michigan State. Um, Indiana. I mean, they're they're rolling right now. Do you, do you think they can uh, potentially hang with Ohio State? Uh, I think they're gonna hang with them for two quarters, and then Ohio State will uh, roll the dice on them on the, in the second half and roll to a big victory. So I think Indiana can hang with them for thirty minutes and then get blasted the second thirty minutes. All right, that's fair. Um, let's see, who is your flex this week? I flex is the uh, running back from the Cougars, uh, Dion McIntosh. He had a good game last week at uh, Oregon State. I think uh, on the road. I think he's going to come home to Washington State against uh, Oregon. I think he's ha- going to have a big game. Uh, I think they're going to pull the upset at home against the uh, Oregon Ducks. So watch for the Cougars pulling the upset tonight against the uh, Oregon Ducks at home. That's yeah, it should be should be a pretty good game. At my flex, I'm going to go with uh, Mecca Amizi, wide receiver from NC State. He's been having a pretty solid season. They got Florida State today. I mean, who knows what's going on with Florida State? I mean, they just they were up, you know, two scores against Pitt, and then they they did nothing in the second half really, and, and Pitt, you know, really took care of business there. Breaking uh, breaking news from the other day: uh, Jason Terry, the, the leading receiver for for Florida State, he's no longer on the team. Oh right. Gained- or Damien Terry, I, I apologize. Yep, yeah, that is right. So I mean, I think along you know, with uh, Blackman, he's transferring. Yep, he's he's gone. So I think uh, Emeka Mizi could could put up some points today. Both, you know, in the end zone, I think he's going to have a touchdown or two, and I think he's probably going to go over uh, 100 yards. And he's one of their main targets, so he could he could really give me some points with his receptions. Who are you uh, looking at uh, defensively this week? I'm going to go with the Mountaineers at home against. Uh, TCU, I think uh, they're going to do. I think they're good. I think I'm going to give a shout out to Colt McGee. I think he's going to punt the ball well and and uh, in TCU territory. And I think they're going to have a, uh, long fields to uh, drive, which I don't think they're going to do. So I'll give a shout out to Colt McGee and the special teams, along with the Mountaineer defense. They're going to keep TCU in check today at home. All right, go, Mount, go Mountaineers. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh, Kentucky defense. They they got Vanderbilt. You know, I think we should probably just have a bowl game of, of, of Vanderbilt and, and Kansas for potentially the two worst Power Five teams um, this season and and year after year. I mean, Kansas hasn't been good in a while. Um, so I like Kentucky's defense to get after it against against Vanderbilt. And then who's your kicker this week? My kicker is uh, from from the Oregon Ducks, uh, Camden Lewis. I think they're going to score a lot of field goals today. So I think he's going to have a big game. So I think Washington State's defense is going to come up big and hold Oregon to field goals instead of touchdowns. Just as, just as my uh, prediction for right. tonight's game. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jose. I think it's uh, is it 
uh, see, I'm going to butcher this name again. Borgales or Borgales. Where is he from? He's from Miami. I, I don't know how to pronounce that uh, that last name. We'll, we'll, just call him with the, we'll go by his first name here. I'm going to go with Jose from uh, Miami Hurricanes. They got the, the Hokies tonight. It could be – I think this could be a game where it could be a potential shootout. And um, I think he's going to have about two or three field goals. And I also believe that Miami could you know score three or four touchdowns as well. So look for this game to be high scoring and for the Miami kicker to put up some, some points this week. So now switching gears to the over-unders, we're going to start with the Miami-Virginia Tech game. Uh, I think the over-under set at 68.5 total points. What do you like, Sporty? You know what, I'm going to go with, instead of a shootout, I think it's going to be uh, 30-24, 31-24. I think VT's going to win somewhere around that range, so I'm going to go with the under. All right. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to say the over just hits. I'm going to say it's, you know... What what so I just said so four touchdowns three or four touchdowns for Miami and then he's gonna have about two or three field goals so we'll go with uh, I'm gonna go with thirty you know what I'll scratch that I'm, I'm I'll say thirty eight thirty one Miami and the Miami kicker I think he's gonna have you know get some points obviously with the extra points but then he'll he'll have a field goal. Uh, late in the game to, to help seal the deal. So I like a 38-31, just barely hitting that over. Penn State defense, they've given up 35 points. Uh, 30, I think they've given up 35 points. Hold on, I'm trying to think. They, gave, they definitely gave up 35 to Maryland. They gave up, did they give up 35 to Indiana? I think. I think, yeah. I think it was, yeah, or 36. Okay, so they've given up 36, 36, 38, and 35. Um, over under points given up today of 35 and a half against the Cornhuskers. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say under, I, I think they're going to give up anywhere between 21 and 30 points. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take the under as well. Um, you know, I, if Nebraska plays, you know, offensively the way they did against Ohio state, those first couple drives, Penn state could be in some trouble, but, um, you know the, the Penn State defense. I thought they were. I think this is a week that they come out and kind of regroup and get some things together. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, but I do think the Cornhuskers are going to score less than 35, 36 points. So I, I think Nebraska is going to sit anywhere from, like you said, anywhere. I'm going to say anywhere from 20 to 28 points. All right, Notre Dame running back Kyron Williams over under 100 uh, rush yards this week. You know what? I'm going to go with the under. I think Boston College is going to come ripping around to go. I think I think they're going to load up on the run. I think they're going to make uh, walk past the ball. So I'm going to say Notre Dame wins, but I don't think they're going to cover the spread. I'm going to say 34-24 Notre Dame victory. All right, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the over. I think you know Notre Dame is going to rely a lot on the on the run today. And I, th- I think he could bust one. You know, he had that big, what was it? Se- I think it was like a 75-yarder against Clemson. So I think he could bust. He's definitely going to have a big run today, big touchdown run. And then I think they're going to go to him a lot. So I'm gonna, I'll am i take the over there. We got Wisconsin-Michigan over-under at 53.5 total points. Uh, I'm going to go with the under. I think Michigan's going to pull the upside at home. I think it's going to be uh, 28 
don't know, 28-20 Michigan final score. All right, that, yeah. I'm going to take the under as well. I do like this game to be like a like a 23-20 game. Not 100% sure, you know, who's going to win yet. I'll have my pick here in a second. <clears throat> Based on what you told me about Michigan's defense, you know, losing two players on the line. So uh, we'll, we'll be back to there. But I'm going to take the, the under in this game as well. So looking at our guest pickers, updated standings, we had uh, Jared Shope in first place. Pretty solid week. Uh, what was that? Was it maybe two weeks ago? Eleven and five. I think he. I think uh, from a college football standpoint, I think he went seven and one. So that was that was one of our best, uh, you know, individual performances uh, this year. Good job, Jared. He's sitting in first place. We got Jake Horde ten and six. Then we got Ethan and Kutz nine and seven. Uh, is this? I think this one's yeah. Nick Scaramazzino eight seven and one. Then we got Jeremy Snyder and Dane Richardson, 8-8. Eight eight. Nick Hayden at 7-9. And, and then Hugo at 5-9-2. and two. So those are our guest pickers this week. Uh, this week's guest picker is, is Jimmy Luciano. So let's see if he can, uh, you know, take over that top spot with Jared Shube. I think, yeah, I was going to say 7-1 is probably, even based off of last year, I think 7-1 is one of the, the better records for, if not the best for, for, the college picks. So, shout out to Jared Shope. All right, shout look. out to Shope. Also, one's going to be Eagles, one of the best linemen to come out of Juniata. Oh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, switching gears now to our uh, college football and NFL picks for the week. You know, Sporty you mentioned you think Virginia Tech's going to pull off the upset against Miami. Yes, I think King's going to King, the quarterback from Miami, is going to have a big game, but I think. Uh, BT is going to do enough in the passing game to pull the upset at home. Okay. I'm going to stick with my original score. Things going to be a shootout. Miami's going to win 38-31. Um, you know, each week it's interesting. You don't know what team you're going to get out of Virginia Tech and, you know, Miami. Um, sometimes, I mean, you know, Virginia Tech just lost to Liberty. But then, you know, first half against UNC, they didn't play so hot. And, you know, they kicked it in and kept it close with UNC. So, I mean, it should be should be a close game. Um I know Virginia Tech, I think, was favored by maybe three points, but I do like the Hurricanes to win. All right, two teams maybe uh, a lot of people did not think would be undefeated even this early in the season. We got Northwestern and Purdue. Sporty, who do you like? I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the uh, Boilermakers at home. All right, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Northwestern. I think they're going to keep keep it rolling, and you know make things interesting and, and push, you know, Wisconsin over there on the other side of the Big Ten. So so I, I like the Wildcats to win a, a close one today. Um, next game, we got, uh, I believe, SMU 7-1 versus Tulsa, who is 3-1. Um, two group of five teams who have been playing some pretty solid football this year. Who do you like uh, to win that game, Sporty? I think SMU is going to win. I think their offense is pretty explosive. Uh, I, think, I think they'll keep Tulsa in check. I think they'll win by... I'm going to say two touchdowns, SMU. Okay. Um, I agree. I think SMU's going to win. You know, we've seen spurts of Tulsa this year where they've, they've defensively, they played pretty well. Um, so that'll be really a test today against, you know, that SMU offense. But I do like SMU to win by, I'm going to say, 10. Uh, another big game tonight, we got Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, who, who wins that game? Well, I know Michigan's two to two. Uh, starters on on defense, uh, Aiden Hutchinson and Kitty Pay, they're both out with injuries. 
but I think they'll rally around. They've had two two big losses where they didn't look very good the last two weeks, but I think they'll come home, forget about the two losses, and I think they'll win on national television tonight. 28-20 is my, my prediction. All right. Um, see, I, I picked Michigan You know, against Michigan State. They lost. Um, you know, it, it's – and then I picked them against Indiana. They lost. Um, I think their, their secondary is going to be, you know, obviously Wisconsin is going to run the ball, but, you know, this year they, they can definitely sling it through the air as well. So I think that Michigan secondary is definitely going to be tested today. So it's going to come down to Michigan secondary, maybe not so much the D line. I mean, as a unit, they're going to have to play pretty well. <sighs> At home, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with the Wolverines with the upset 23-20. So... Let's see if uh, if the Wolverines can pull it off. And then the late game, you said uh, you like Washington State to to knock off Oregon. Yes, I did. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Oregon. Um, even though Washington State they did play pretty well against Oregon State, I think Oregon you know looked pretty solid against Stanford. I didn't get to watch a lot of the game, but even based looking at the box score and and some of the stats, I, I do like Oregon to win tonight. Um, next game. So here we go with the spreads. Notre Dame's favorite eleven and a half against Boston College. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, under. Uh, sorry, I don't think they're gonna cover. I think they win by uh, ten points. So I'm gonna take Boston College uh, plus eleven. Okay. Um, or plus. Oh wait, plus. Uh, it's eleven and a half. So you like? Okay. So oh, like, I like Boston College to lose by 10. 34 okay. 24, my okay. prediction. Yep. yep, okay. Um, I like Notre Dame, even though, you know, I haven't really been on their side this year. They've they've played pretty well. And I, I think, you know, in order to, to, to make a claim for, you know, potentially if they do end up losing to Clemson, they're going to have to do everything they can to keep it rolling. And that, that starts even today and continues today with Boston College. So I think they're going to win by at least two touchdowns against. Uh, Against the Eagles today, we got UNC who's favored uh, thirteen and a half against Wake Forest. Who do you like? I don't know. This is a, a weird spread. Uh, North Carolina's offense is explosive, but uh, Wake Forest—they've been playing pretty well lately. Uh, they've been covering a lot of a lot of games in the last few weeks. I think they're going to go on the road. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they're going to cover the spread. I think they'll lose 30, 31-20 Is is my prediction? Right. Right. And, it, and it's interesting because, you know, UNC, they, they blow out an NC State team. You know, I, I picked NC State. I thought NC State was at least going to – I know they didn't have their starting quarterback, but um, you just – you don't know what UNC team you're going to get. You know, just like Miami Virginia Tech, you don't know who you're going to get this week. Um, I'm going to go with UNC winning by by two touchdowns. Not saying Wake Forest, you know, isn't isn't a isn't a good team, but UNC can, can definitely – they have the, the, the weapons on offense to, to put up a lot of points. In a, in a short amount of time, so I'm going to go with the Tar Heels. We got Florida minus 17 and a half against Arkansas. Little uh, homecoming game, revenge game, if you if you say for Felipe Franks, quarterback for Arkansas. Who do you like today? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Razorbacks covering the spread. They they've been doing a good job. Like I said, kind of like Wake, they've been like a Wake Forest team. They've been doing a good job covering the spread the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to go with the uh, Razorbacks covering against the Gators. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you with the with the pick there. If it was sixteen and a half, I definitely pick Florida. 
I like Florida to win, you know, just missing that uh, that spread. I like them to win 34-17. Um, they looked really impressive against Georgia, and I think they're going to continue that today. But I, I, I do like the Razorbacks to cover the spread. All right, switching gears now to the NFL. Um, first game here, you know, both teams coming off, you know, kind of a crazy game, you know, for both teams. We, we got the Bills and the Cardinals this week. Bills defeating the Seahawks, you know, putting up a lot of points, and the Cardinals losing a, a tough one to the Dolphins. Sporty, who do you like this week? I think the Bills are going to go on the road. I think they'll beat the Cardinals in a close game. Yeah, I was going to say, I, li- I like the Bills uh, to win probably 31-28. I agree with you with the Bills. Seahawks and Rams, this is, this is a big game, you know, it's just continuing to battle out for the, the NFC West out there. I think the Rams are favored two. I think, but, uh, you know, Seahawks coming off again, a tough loss to the Bills. They probably should have beat them, but, you know, they had some ter- key turnovers and their defense didn't play all that great. So who, who wins this game? I'm going to go with the uh, Rams. I think they're going to beat, beat the Seahawks. So I think the Seahawks will go on a two-game skid. I think the I think the Seahawks got the, got the Rams number this week. Russ Wilson's going to come back and play pretty well. So I like the, the Seahawks to win. Uh, a close one, maybe, you know, touchdown or less for sure. Texans and Browns, this is an iffy game. You know, Texans aren't aren't doing as well this year, but who knows what Browns team you're going to get this week. Who do you like? Uh, I'm not, right now, I'll go with the Texans. Uh, Baseball coming off. I don't know if he had protocol. I don't know if he had a virus or if he was injured or whatever. And Nick Chubb coming back, I don't know if he's going to be high percent. I think Deshaun Watson's going to give Deshaun Watson and Fuller, the receiver, are going to give uh, the Browns trouble. And I think they're going to make just enough stops to win the game. So I'll go with the Texans. Yeah, I like I like the Texans to win as well, just strictly based on the fact of, of Watson. And um, you know, you don't know what Browns team is going to show up tomorrow. I know the Texans just had a close one with the Jags, but I I do like Watson to take over tomorrow against the Browns. Got the Dolphins and the Chargers again. You know, Dolphins playing well as of lately. Chargers, they they've lost a lot of a lot of close games this year. So you know, the record doesn't necessarily say how how you know how well they've played. But at the same time, you know, you got you got to finish the game. So I think they're what two and six or, or something something like that. But uh, Dolphins are right around five hundred. Who who do you like? Uh, I'm gonna go with the home team. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. They're, they're playing pretty well. Uh, Traveling from the west west coast, uh, a long flight for the Chargers. I think there'll be a little jet lag, so I'm going to go with the home team and the uh, Dolphins and, and another victory. All right, I'm I'm going to go with the Dolphins as well. Their defense, I think, has scored a touchdown the past two weeks, and, and I think their defense plays plays again. You know, tomorrow I don't I don't think they're going to get that defense a touchdown, but I think they're going to create havoc with uh, for Herbert, and I, I think the, the Dolphins are going to get it done. Then the Monday night game, the Vikings have been have been hot, you know, their past two weeks getting Cook back, and uh, they got the Bears, so who do you like there? I'm going to go with the home team. I think the, the, the Bears will, will come together, and I think they'll keep – I think I think they'll keep Cook in check. I think the Bears will win uh, 24-20. 24-20. I'm going to go with the Vikings. I think Cook's going to keep it rolling. And I think he's really going to help uh, propel the Vikings past the Bears. So I, I like the Vikings to win um, <clears throat> twenty-eight to twenty-eight to we'll say twenty-eight to, to seventeen. 
So I don't, I don't think the Bears can score enough points to, to hang with the Vikings. In our last three games, we have uh, the Steelers favored 7.5 against the Bengals. Don't know the status of Big Ben yet, but uh, who, do, who do you like here? Oh, this is a tricky game. Uh, Bengals, they didn't start off so well, but they've been playing better. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, the Steelers secondary isn't that great. Uh, Burrow has a lot of weapons. Uh, I think they'll keep it close. I think they'll lose by a touchdown. Uh, but I do think the Steelers uh, will win, even though Burrow could have a big day in the passing game. So so you said they're going to win. But so you like the Bengals to cover? Yes, I like the Bengals to cover. Okay. Uh, I think 31-24 is my prediction to okay. Steelers. That's fair. I'm going to go with the, the Steelers to win by 10. Um, you know, whether Big Ben plays or not, um, I think they can – defensively, I think, you know, that, that's going to be a big matchup, like you said, with the secondary. Um if, if for some reason <clears throat> Rudolph does have to play, I think that they can score enough points to still cover the spread. All right, our next game, we got the Saints minus 9.5 against the 49ers. Who do you like? I like the Saints. I think 49ers are just too many guys in, injured, even though they come. Some of them might be back. I just think the Saints are rolling after last week's uh, demolish of the Buccaneers. I'll take the Saints by 17. 34-17 final. Oh, wow, big one. Yeah, I would say the Saints coming off a big win against the Bucks. I think they're going to keep the momentum rolling, and, and I think they're going to beat uh, the 49ers. I like them to win 35 to, 35 to you know, oh, you know what, 35-17, right around your score. So I, th- I do think the Saints can score uh, five touchdowns. Then our last game, we got the Packers minus 13.5 against the Jags. You know what, I think the Jags will keep it close. I'm going to pull the upset here. I think that Jags will lose 30 to 20. 30 to 20, yeah. Uh, the Jags, yeah, they've been a team that's, I think they've covered the spread a good amount of times this, this year. You know, they covered the spread against the Texans last week. And, you know, obviously the Packers, I think, are going to win, but I do think the Jags can uh, keep it under, you know, under 14. So I, I think the Packers are going to win, you know, we'll say. Say the Packers win 27-14, and the Jags, you know, are able to cover just by one point. So that wraps up another episode of Chalk Talk. We'll be back at it next week.